Welcome to episode number six, self-care. Is it enough? And how do you make it happen? I see you standing over there, girl, alone with a tornado happening around you. Things are crazy. You stand there in the kitchen with your head hung low and the tears begin to pull up. You're exhausted, exhausted at an all-time high, exhaustion that you didn't even know was possible. You work constantly, every morning, all day long, and every night. When you reach your pillow at the end of the day, you're not even certain of when you slept last, but here you are again in bed, ready to be called on throughout the night by the children, by the dogs, by what have you. And tomorrow, it starts all over again. And guess what? Next week, the kids are out of school and you can't catch a break. And the week right after that, your husband goes out of town. Does it ever end? Is it ever going to end? You cry alone wondering how in the world are you going to get through these next three days, let alone the next week, five to ten years, until the season of your life changes? Better yet, you wonder if the season of life is ever going to change. Am I ever going to catch a break? Am I going to be taking care of everyone around me for the rest of my life? You need to take care of yourself, they say. Here's a gift card to get your nails done and for a massage for Mother's Day, Mom. You deserve it. If only getting your nails done, taking a hot bath, or walking around Target once a week could be the cure for that emotional and mental exhaustion that you feel. Then self-care would no longer be one of the top research topics on Pinterest among women. There are thousands of blog posts currently circling around the internet, mastermind groups, and local women meetups, and top-selling books that are all talking about tips and tricks to self-care for moms and women. But we wouldn't need that if walking around Target and getting our hair done and hanging out with girlfriends was the cure. You see, there is a common thread in all of our lives that leaves us feeling like no one is caring for us. Like we have to do it all and there is no time left in the days or the weeks or the months for us. And the reality is we're mothers, wives, sisters, friends, and nurturers of all of those that have been placed into our lives. This season will change, but our roles are static day in and day out. The people that we relate with and need us in one capacity or another, we love them. But the reality is, is that we are the ones who run ourselves ragged. They don't do that to us. Where are our boundaries? What are your boundaries, mama? Look at it. Do you have them? What are your needs? Do you know them? Do you even care about them? Why are you so afraid to assert yourself and take care of your own needs? Why? I've spent years observing women on every part of the self-care spectrum, from the ones that have done nothing for themselves in the name of honoring and serving just to end up growing old and bitter all the way to the women who dive in headfirst on the other end of the spectrum, and they are in it, self-gratification all day, every day, and they have completely given up on serving everyone around them in attempts to regain parts of them that they never, ever 
thought that they had even lost or that they wanted to lose. And then the women that are in that sweet spot right in between. I've been watching them for years. I've grown up watching my mother and my grandmother, other friends and their parents. And as I grew into adulthood, I began to watch some of my older friends that were doing it really well, that had children and seemed to be taking care of themselves, to other moms that they were a mess and they didn't want anybody to know it. I've also spent years, all of my adulthood, trying to figure out how to take care of myself while serving everyone else around me and having no idea what that looked like. No one has ever sat me down and said, this is what it looks like to take care of yourself. And I thought, wow, maybe it's time to do that. I finally found a system, an approach to caring for myself that is not only achievable, but is also extremely sustainable. And I'm sharing all of it with you today. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. You know, it's funny. I'm sitting here in a closet recording this podcast for you. And every once in a while, it brings back funny memories of how I used to find myself lost and broken in a closet crying. And I can chuckle about it now. But at the time, it was it was a dark place. It was a really hard place. And I'm happy and excited to say that the closet is no longer my hiding spot. The bathroom isn't either, <laughs> which you moms out there know exactly what that looks like. I don't burst into tears from exhaustion anymore. And for most of my life, I had given up myself in every way possible in the hopes of reaching this higher level of me that cultural norms had placed so much value on. For me, I've been super strong-willed most of my life, and I've always listened to the voice inside me that meet me in those quiet moments. It always said that there was more to just depleting myself. There was more than just serving, and that little bit of more to me, was worth simultaneously working towards while I was trying to serve everyone else. And after all of that, after getting into the relationships that were extremely one-sided and based completely on what I could give and and how I could help them, I came out with this well-rounded perspective. You know, for so long, I felt responsible for the outcomes in other people's lives, and they counted on me to help them through hard times. I dropped important goals, my own wants and my desires in my own life to be able to give and serve and help other people reach their dreams and get through their hard times. Really, this is a huge part of my personality regardless because 
I am a helper by nature, but I don't care what number you are on the Enneagram. You're a woman and women are called upon all hours of the day and night far more than the male counterpart, generally speaking. And at some point, I guess I just began to step outside of myself and I started to see this repetition in nearly all of the women that I was talking to. They were being used like vending machines, you guys. I have this weird way of like seeing this in this super visual picture and this idea and it comes to me like a vending machine. Like imagine there's just these women and they were full of tricks and treats and remedies for other people's needs, right? And all someone has to do is just walk up and put a few emotional pennies and push a couple buttons and out came the fix they need. Just that's all they had to do. Just walk up to this machine, tell them what it needed, and they knew every single time they were going to just get that. Then sometimes the vending machine would run dry and then it was time for a refill. And so then some random hey, go get your self-care in would happen and just magically the vending machine would refill, right? And so over and over again, this machine of sorts would hand out help and love and care for everyone else until it had been completely tapped out, dry as a bone, completely depleted. And some of these vending machines I had noticed were completely malfunctioning, full-on breakdowns, like slap the sign on temporarily out of order because the demand on that vending machine was just far too much to keep up with. Bet you guys have never thought about yourself as a vending machine, right? But I'm sure you felt like it from time to time. I couldn't help but tell you about this. It just like came to me in the middle of the night one night. I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. (laughs) And I have always been a writer. So I write random things down and that was there. And it's always been so meaningful to me to help me visualize what I do not want to be. And I do not want to be a vending machine. And also... I don't want my daughters to grow up and be a vending machine either. Once all this came to my mind and I saw this happening in my own life, I knew that I needed to put in place a different system. And so that's why today I'm going to give you the system that I use to keep me from having emotional breakdowns, the system that's allowed me to reduce my emotional response rate, like as if it's a metric that needs to be Uh, measured, right? But, you know, I would say that women are labeled with with being emotional enough that we feel self-conscious about it to know how often we're being emotional. And it's because of this very thing. It's because of how much we're tapped dry. Being able to reduce how often I feel the need to just emotionally react to things I would say 75, 80, 90% of the time, I feel like I have a really great grasp on this and I want to share all of that with you. This system allows me to care for myself. This is my self-care system. I also want to tell you how to maintain this self-care system regardless of how busy or stressful or comfortable life may be. And then the last thing that I want to share with you, which is my, well, I guess I can't say I have a favorite part. This entire episode is so, so important to me, but this last part is really impactful. And 
It's the most powerful trick for learning self-care that you've likely ever heard. So please make sure that you stick around to listen to that one. So let's dive right in and talk about what self-care is. And I learn, and I think most people learn, what things are by the opposition, right? So self-care isn't an indulgent form of compensation for what is lacking or an attempt to mask the pain and emotional drain our life leaves on us. So I'm going to say that one more time. Self-care is not an indulgent form of compensation for what is lacking or an attempt to mask the pain and emotional drain that our life leaves on us. Self-care is caring enough about ourselves that we make sure The way we live our lives is renewable in energy, leaves no voids, and fulfills us so deeply that we can pour into every calling in our life consistently. Self-care is caring enough about ourselves that we make sure, we make sure, it is what we do to live our life with renewable energy, no voids, And it fulfills us so deeply that we can pour into every calling of our life consistently. So now do you see how walking around Target is not self-care, you guys? It's just not. And I may get all the hate mail for this because I know how much we all love to walk around Target. The point is that caring for yourself means that you shouldn't have to walk around Target to escape your life regularly. I mean, yes, we all need a mental break and Target is the best place for a mental break. It's also a really good place to break your bank account, especially that ridiculous dollar section that nothing is a dollar in when you first walk in to Target, to every Target. I swear I can't get past it. When we're walking through there, my daughter's always like, mom, don't get distracted. (laughs) But, like, that's not self-care. Self-care is not escaping. Taking care of yourself is preventative, right? It's not a response. It's not what you have to do to cope. That's not self-care. Taking care of yourself is something that you do before you ever need to go to Target and talk to other moms because you never, ever, ever see anyone that stands and looks you in the eye. Everyone that you talk to is, like, way down below your belly button, right? I mean, I know burnout is a real thing because I've experienced it many times. We've all just learned how to function on empty tanks and we've learned how to (laughs) drop that bag of chips out of our vending machine even when our vending machine's empty. Can you imagine we're the only living creature on the planet that can find a way to make a bag of chips out of a bag of pretzels and the receiver of that bag of chips that's pretzels is really happy, right? Like... We figured that out. We know how to make something out of nothing, and we run on nothing all the time, and we make something happen every single day. I mean, we're, we are living every single day in this backwards system. It's not preventative at all. We're just getting by. We're treading water. That's the hot mess express that everyone talks about, which I don't I don't love the cultural crown of hot mess express, but it's so trendy to talk about it that way that when I use that term, everybody knows what it means. I hate that term. Don't, don't, I hope that you are not talking about yourselves like you're a hot mess because it's not a badge of honor. 
it clearly shows that you're living your life backwards. You need to reverse the cycle, friends. Here's the forward thinking system that I use. I know that I was created to be whole. And I start there. I know what my fundamental needs are. Do you know what your fundamental needs are? I just made a workbook for every single one of you. It's free. You download it from my website and it helps you determine what your needs are. You literally take an assessment that helps you look at every major point of fundamental category need in your life. So it goes through spiritual, emotional, financial, physical, and so on. And it has you rate how you're feeling. There's a question for every single category and you have to rate whether or not you're feeling encouraged on one side of the spectrum all the way over to discouraged on the other. And at the bottom, it helps you go through and write down what you're doing in the areas that you're feeling encouraged and then what you need to do in the areas that you're feeling discouraged. Just knowing those basic needs for yourself. Well, let me pause right there. Do you know not only the basic needs, because I already know the answer to this question, you know the basic needs of every living, breathing thing that comes and goes in your life every single day. You probably know it for your coworkers. You for sure know it for your spouses. You absolutely know it for your children. You know it for the animals in your house. You know that for everybody. Do you know it for yourself? Do you know what your fundamental needs are? If you don't, or if you're wondering, ooh, I don't know, go download the workbook. Absolutely. There's a link for it at the bottom of the show notes for this show. And it's also in my Instagram bio. And that will help you with this. It's where I start and it is the basis for my self-care system. It's how I know what I need every single week. And it's how I know that I'm going to keep myself from going BCC, which is what I like to call back crap crazy. We've all been there. You know what it looks like. You know how it manifests in your life and you know when you're on the verge of it. And when you're on the verge of it, that means your self-care system is not in place. So my self-care system starts with me knowing what my fundamental needs are. I approach myself as the head of my ship. I know what my responsibilities are. And in order for me to run that ship with the kids and the food and the home and the job and all of those things, what I have to do is I have to feed myself whole food free from chemicals and processing because that gives me energy, right? If I don't have the energy to take care of the kids and the house and do the job and the cleaning and the cooking, I'm going to be an utter mess. I'm going to be depleted. So I know that I need energy. I also know that I need strength for my muscles. So I go to the gym. I know that I need to drink plenty of water, that I need to hydrate myself. I have to take care of myself physically in order for me to run my ship, the things that I'm good at and the things that I'm called to do for me to be whole. I also have to connect with my husband. I have to have one-on-one time with God and read positive affirmations every morning of my life. Every morning of my life, I have to do that. I have to. I know that. I have to disconnect from technology and unwind every single night before I go to bed. I know because I've done it, because I thought it's what I was supposed to do, because I had a fear of missing out, because I wanted to get it all done. I would start from the moment my feet hit the ground 
and it would continue past the point I was in bed, right? I was responding to emails. I was texting friends back. I was looking at messages on social media, all that kind of stuff. If I wants to take care of myself, I can't do those things. So I have a system set in place based on all of those needs that I do not sacrifice for anyone or anything. Now, when my kids are sick, when unforeseen circumstances come up, when there are situations out of my control, absolutely, I'm flexible and I give in the areas when that absolutely has to happen. But understanding where to draw that line, where to set a boundary to where you're not constantly being tapped out is the most vital part of this system. The forward thinking is to serve myself as a whole human being as the whole individual that I was created and designed to be. There's so much of <laughs> this this committee of women, and maybe there's some men on the committee that sits in my head, telling me, you can't serve yourself first. That's selfish. That's absolutely selfish. Oh, Chelsea, how dare you think that? But you know what? I don't care because I see all of these other women that are serving other people, everyone else first in this capacity, and they don't like their lives and they're grumpy or they end up divorced or they're mean to their kids or they hate their job. I don't want to live that way. And so I thought, you know what? Let's just give it a couple weeks. Let's just try this thing. And I never went back. Everyone else around me, everyone else around me, when I take care of me, they get so much more love, patience, happiness, and joy out of their mama as a wife, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend. I get to give them everything, everything that God designed me to be. I get to give that to them because I take the time and the energy and the intention to care for me. I, I beg you. I do. I beg you. Stop and look at it. Are you taking care of you? Who is taking care of you? Are you? You have to take care of yourself. You need to tell other people what you need. You need to pull on the pant leg of someone else, right? Who is taking care of you? I want you to take care of you. If I could get you to wrap your brain around how backwards you've been doing things and just get you to trust me for just a week, fill out the workbook that I have. And just for a week, your children and your husband's lives will be so much better cared for if you do this for yourself and you will never, ever go back. Does this mean that you're going to have to make time for yourself? Absolutely. I have an entire podcast dedicated to that, actually. It's episode number three, and it will teach you how to make time for your fundamental needs, how to make them a priority. 
there's a whole system for how I go about that too. And it, it really ties so well into this very episode. Once you get done listening to this episode, if you're feeling like, all right, I'm going to do the workbook. Let's just see. And then you feel like, oh my gosh, there are things that I need to be doing for yourself that you know that you're not and you don't know how to make them fit in. Go and listen to episode number three. And if you still have questions from there, just shoot me a DM. And while I'm on that note, there are quite a few of you that have left me reviews and I know you're listening and I'm thankful. There are some others of you that are listening that maybe haven't found the time to leave me a review yet, but please know that it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes. The show is awesome. I'm loving it and so many people are loving it and I want to do this for you and for me for a really long time. And when you leave me a written review, iTunes and Apple and whoever those people are, they know that other women are going to love this show too. And so they get to put it in special categories and they get to push it out to other people so they can have it seen. So if you haven't left a review, pause this episode right now, scroll all the way down to the bottom of my show, hit subscribe and type in your written review. It would make me ever so happy. And Everybody that has left a review and anyone that continues to do so, I share it with them on my Instagram. I take a screenshot of it and I share it on in my stories because I want everyone else to know that this community is growing and that you're a part of it and I want them to be a part of it too. Okay, so now let's talk about how we maintain this system. And better yet, let me let me do a short recap for you on what the self-care system is that I use, and then we'll go in how to maintain it. So in summary, your self-care system needs to be forward thinking and not backwards. It consists of your fundamental needs that you make a priority in your life every single week. You need to know what it is that you need to be able to do you at the capacity that leaves you without voids, that leaves you without feeling emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally bankrupt. Okay, so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Now, how in the world do I maintain this system? I don't neglect it. That's the short and long of it, really. We neglect ourselves all the time. We would never neglect our children's needs or our spouse's needs or our friend's needs even our family members needs the way that we neglect our own and you just can't neglect yourself anymore. In comfortable times when life is good, if you're in a season of life where maybe your children are grown or maybe you don't have any children and things are really busy because you're working a lot, but it's not necessarily children, whatever that looks like for you, but your life is relatively comfortable It's easy to think, oh yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't need to do it today. Well, you know, there's always next week. And then, you know, that's when (laughs) I don't end up at the gym for a month or two months. Some of you, it may even be six months or even six years, right? I mean, you've been completely neglecting that area of you for a really long time because it just starts with one day. And when we begin to neglect this, clearly it's not a maintained system. In stressful times in my life, 
it's so easy to say, well, I just need to give more to this area, other area of my life. I need to work more because our savings account is super low. So I'm just going to work a ton. And then who gets neglected? Me. And I've just learned not to do that. There has to be faith in the big picture. There, you have to believe in the whole human that you were created to be. And you need to give in to all of that. I don't believe in the word balance because there's no real scale. There's no real measurability of how much needs to be in each department. It's just a matter of checking in with yourself and knowing what are my needs and am I giving to them consistently? Are you neglecting them? And when it's stressful, when life is stressful, Especially when kiddos are sick, I know that I get super stressed out when my kids are sick. Of course I want to nurture them. Of course I spend more time with them. Of course my nighttime routine gets messed up. Kind of, right? Like, I still make sure that I read a chapter in my book before I go to bed. Or I make sure that I sit for five minutes in peace and quiet, do some meditation before I hop into bed. Like there's still little ways that you guys can make sure that you're not neglecting yourself, even if there's other components of your life that are being extremely demanding in that season or in that day or in that week. Now, if we begin to talk about just busyness, right? Well, how in the world, Chelsea, do we manage to maintain a system when I'm just crazy busy? That lives, leaves me with like no time in my day. My entire day is blacked out to either working or serving other people. Like that's just not going to happen. You can't forget about yourself in busy times because you'll end up hitting rock bottom. You're either going to go BCC, right? Like things are going to get cray or you're just going to muster through the crazy and end up completely depleting yourself. Anxiety is going to hit in. Your depression is going to totally flare up. Or like for me, my autoimmune stuff flares up. When I neglect myself and I just eat whatever I want, I have some major, major digestion issues that happen. And it's crazy. Like I hate it. It debilitates me. It absolutely debilitates me. And when I emotionally neglect myself, that's what hits me the hardest I am crippled in pain, like crippled in pain. And it doesn't happen very often at all. It used to. It was crazy. When I got out of the relationship that I was in and decided to be a single mom, I was dealing with some major post-traumatic stress. I mean, that was a very traumatic time in my life. And I I learned a lot from that experience and I know what my low looks like and I am never ever going to be back there again. And every once in a while, if I'm not taking care of myself, even just sometimes positive stress and positive busy will impact us, you guys. This doesn't always have to be negative because just like launching the podcast for me, everything about it was positive. Everything about it was good, but there was there was emotional stress there, right? In, in such a good way. And it hit me hard. It hit me hard. I was debilitated for several hours one night and I was like, oh, hot dang. Like I, we have to know ourselves in the deepest level, in the deepest way, just like we know our kids and our spouses and our friends and our coworkers. Like we have to know ourselves in the deepest way so that we can take care of ourselves and we can't neglect that. I think the, the, 
best way that I could describe how I handle busy weeks is to make sure that no matter how busy I am, I look at, it's my grade eight. I have eight things that I make sure that I do for myself every single week. And there are a few of those that can be reduced in some fashion. The gym is something that I need to do. It's part of my self-care routine. And do I always get there three times a week? No, actually last week was the first week I made that goal happen. And this week it's going to happen too because I've been really putting my mind to it. And that can manifest itself in a different way. I can just foam roll in my house three days a week and in the busiest weeks, right? When I just need 20 minutes at home, I don't have time for the commutes to the gym and then the class and then the commute back. Obviously, I can do something in my house. So I don't neglect these parts altogether. I make sure that they happen in some way, shape, or form. So those are the ways that I, well, I guess it's just really one way, right? How you maintain the system is don't neglect it. Make it important. Make it as important to you as taking care of everyone else is. When life is on the extremes, focus on this. Focus on these needs that you have and make them happen in whatever way that they need to happen in that temporary extreme. At the beginning of this episode, I told you that there was a really powerful trick to learning self-care. Maybe some of you have heard this concept before, but whether or not you apply it to self-care is another thing. And it's knowing that energy is the only renewable resource that we have. The things that we're using to fill us up right now are not renewable. Your bank account is not renewable. It doesn't just renew itself. We have to go out and work for that. Money just is not always there. It's something that has a limit. There is a limit to how much money that we can make and how much money we can spend. So if we're getting all of our energy from shopping, then there's a limit to that. And what happens when we need more and we need more and we need more, but that financial source of energy is depleted. We're left feeling pretty down and out, right? And if we get all of our energy from the love that our children give us, well, long term, our kids are going to grow up, you guys, and they're going to leave the house. They're going to be gone. And if it's the only thing that we live for, watch out. (laughs) I've seen that happen to people before. You know, their kids are gone. What's mom left to do? She has no idea who she is. She has no idea what fills her up anymore. It's not a place you want to be. In the right now with that, if your kids are the things that fill you up every day, that give you your energy, what happens when they're hellions? What happens when they're sick? What happens when they're hard? <laughs> we we know that, right? Then our energy's done. So we can't depend on that. And time I mean, come on, if we are looking for more time to give us energy, to make us excited, to make us happy, well, we all know that we're limited to 24 hours in a day, but energy, spiritual and emotional energy, it's always available. It is a resource that we can tap into any time we want. It is always there. The ability to give ourselves more energy is always there if we are depending on things that are renewable. If we sleep the number of hours, seven to nine hours, 
If you can get 10, if you want 10 and you have time for 10, do 10. If you function on seven, I don't. I do not function on seven hours of sleep. Eight, hmm, maybe. <laughs> Nine is my sweet spot, but I am giving in to eight hours of sleep right now because I got a podcast that I want to do, right? It's exciting. And I am, I'm doing great actually. And not only that, I want to make it to the gym three times a week and it's been happening and I love it. Eight hours of sleep and I've been gauging like, okay, Chelsea, don't just squeeze out more time in your day than you need. Don't cut into your sleep if you can't really handle it. If you need nine hours, you need nine hours and honor that because sleep is where we renew our energy. Girls, if you're not sleeping, start there. So when we renew our energy every day, if we could wake up every single day and be renewed, can you imagine what that would feel like? If you went to bed at night excited and hopeful for the next day, I do. I'm lit up. And my husband just like looks at me and I'm like, hey, come on now. Life is good. Life is good. I take care of myself I take care of myself and I love every day and other people can depend on that in me. Do I have hard times? Of course. But I know where I can renew my physical energy. It's in good food and it's in sleep. I renew my energy through connecting with my husband, through cleaning my house. I get renewed energy from these things that I for years I was putting off so that I could just give, 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 give to everyone else as if that was supposed to fill me up because everyone else around me was happy and pat on the back. Chelsea, you took care of everyone else. And so now you should be happy. Nope. Doesn't work. And spiritual energy, you guys, it is renewable. It is renewable. I have a faith in something that is greater than me that fills me up. I know that I was created to be a whole human being and I lean into that every day of my life. And if you could take this one tip, powerful, powerful trick here, ladies, if you could just know that all of the things that you typically want to depend on are not renewable, they will fail you. But if you lean into the renewable sources of spiritual and emotional or mental energy that you believe in and that fill you up, this is going to absolutely change the way that you go about life every single day. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.